Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, thank you for tuning in to the General Session Podcast. I'm your host, Mario Ortiz with Carmen Lerma. The episode is on Cities, Conventions, Visitors Bureau. Uh, for those planners that are currently using them, they know how helpful they are. Uh, I've used them in the past. Carmen, I think, used them in the past as well. I use them almost all the time for temp service and things like that on site. But today we're going to be speaking to a go-getter professional with a spirited personality and can-do attitude. She's... Uh, <laughs> Connect, she's Connect Associate 40 Under 40, honoree. Please welcome the Director of Events Experiences at Visit Milwaukee, Brittany Korth. Yay! Hello! <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for that kind introduction. I was looking forward to meet you. Yes! Um, we just, about, I think it was two years ago, three, that we brought the League of United Latin American Citizen Conference. Yes, okay. Very much involved with it on a national as well as on a local level. So thank you so much for everything that Amazing. you guys did. Yes. What, um, what was your role with um, LULAC? Let me tell you, I have been part of LULAC for years and years, but when I came here, I think I was everywhere. So if you ask me for a specific role, I, I can tell you that I was running around trying to get our, um, some of the VIPs in town. I was running around trying to get pictures. I was like everywhere. I've been part of the organization for 25 years. Amazing. So on a national level and Cindy celebrating our 90th or their 90th anniversary. You know, I was part of the reason why this conference came to, to Wisconsin. I love that. Well, thank you for all of your hard work and bringing it to Milwaukee. And yeah, it was, I, I don't believe I worked on that account, but it was definitely a very important, very um, exciting event to have in the city. So absolutely. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Brittany, thank you for sitting with us. Congratulations on your Connect Associate yeah. recognition of 40 Under thank 40. Thank you. We wanted to focus on Milwaukee because we're going to sit and speak to different cities and encourage other planners uh, that are able to do it to come uh, to to Milwaukee. I think we've done a lot of great things, and I wanted to focus on that and and on yourself. If you can tell us a little bit uh, a background about yourself and your position with Visit Milwaukee. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always joke that I'm the opposite of millennial because Visit Milwaukee has been my first full time job out of college. So. Going back, um, you know, backwards a little bit, I graduated from UW-Eau Claire with actually a political science degree and with a minor in business administration. And at the time, I wanted to work in politics. Like, I never wanted to run for office. I just wanted to be tied to it in some way, shape, or form and had amazing internship opportunities where I was able to intern for then U.S. Senator Herb Cole. Uh, was an amazing experience. And then when I started the, the political science degree course, there was an opportunity to intern for the Eau Claire Chamber of Commerce, 
which they hire one intern every, I think it's, I think it was once a year or once um, a semester, but so I had amazing opportunity. I applied, was interviewed. Um, I got the role at the Eau Claire Chamber of Commerce in their public affairs division. Oh, nice. so kind of brought in public policy, but that brought me into this world of chamber. And after I graduated college, I got a, a part-time job at the Abbotsford Colby Area Chamber of Commerce. So if you're not familiar, it's in the middle of the state, two very lovely communities together. And I was the office coordinator, but was really the only paid employee. And as you know, or maybe you might not know, but sometimes in the smaller communities, they really joined the convention and visitors, like the tourism arm along with their chamber. So it was really housed under one one entity, and that was what I did. So I worked, I reported up to a board of directors, and uh, you worked with, you know, helping to promote our room tax and like room tax dollars and using that just to bring events and the community together, and was there for a year, and saw this opportunity at Visit Milwaukee. At that time, was an assistant position on the uh, convention services team. So my now husband, you know, we were dating and he was living in Milwaukee and I would come down to Milwaukee and visit him every weekend almost when I was working at the chamber and just 100% fell in love with the city and knew that like that was where I was destined to be and possibly build a career. So when the position with Visit Milwaukee opened up, I applied, I got it and have been here for nine whole years. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I've actually held every single position within my department, which is crazy. So, well, that's um, great, though. That's great, especially when you're cross-trained and now you know a little bit about everything. Absolutely. From just doing, you know, the more administrative components to managing our 150-plus volunteer program to client accounts, you name it, I was able to touch everything along the way. And it was you know, in, in hats off to visit Milwaukee too for being such an advocate for its, you know, current employers and really was afforded these great opportunities to grow within the organization. So it's been amazing and loving every day of it. So yeah, long story, oh, but cool. kind of how I got to where I am here today. And that's awesome to know. I mean, you grow with the experience that you mm -hmm. go through. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah the director of an event experience is dedicated to a certain size group? Yeah, so, um, you know, right now, we, we're still short a manager on our team. You know, prior to COVID, um, we had two full-time managers, which I was one, and then um, we had an assistant and then a volunteer and staffing coordinator. So now, um, with my promotion, I was promoted at the end of 2019. So I, I had managed two full-time managers on the team, as well as our um, assistant and our part-time volunteer and staffing coordinator. But then COVID happened, as you know, we all we all know what happened with COVID. Unfortunately, we did have to make some furloughs. We did our best to try to keep as many people on board as possible, but had to make some furloughs. So one of our managers was furloughed and we actually were side story we actually were able to bring her back in another capacity once things kind of 
opened back up again. So that was great that we were able to bring her back. But right now, you know, we're, we're still, you know, um, working. It's myself and Andrew, my event experience manager. And between the two of us, we just divide and conquer. And, you know, right now it's, it's just based on workload, really. You know, I, I do, I handle some of the more like VIP high profile ones. But, you know, right now it's working on groups as little as, 50 people up to, you know, right now with the Ryder Cup, with a, with a full um, attendance event. So, yeah, it, ra- it ranges. <laughs> so I was just going to ask, because as you know, I'm also an events planner, but it's, it's very helpful, very helpful to know some of the services that we here in Milwaukee have to offer to everyone that's looking or maybe considering bringing their groups or the conventions or anything here. So can you tell me what Visit Milwaukee can provide to a conference or even a planning group, anything that you can share that would be helpful. I know that you guys do, you know, deal with the transportation services and all of that kind of stuff, but what else does that include? I think Wisconsin is becoming one of one of those cities or those states, including like Milwaukee, where people are looking out to see when they can bring their event or what they can do to bring you here or their group into Milwaukee, since there's a lot of stuff fun to do. So tell me, what do you have. No, I think, you know, in working with planners, I I just want them to know that we are here. We are your resource. I've never physically planned an event outside of the city of Milwaukee, but like, you know, as you know, Carmen, like being a, a, a meetings and events professional, like when you're in another destination, like it can sometimes just be you know, very daunting to be like, where can I go for this? Like, what can I do? So I think it, it all starts, you know, with our sales team. You know, if you're looking to RFP out your next event to whatever destination, always start with the CBB because we have those community and hotel relations that we really just try to make your planning process as seamless as possible. So reaching out to our sales team where they can help send out the RFP for your hotel. Uh, if you're using the convention center, absolutely. Those are resource like um, services that we can assist with and provide with. So, you know, once the sales team, you know, works with the meeting and event planners and they they select Milwaukee to host their next event or program, that's where it gets turned over to our team at event experience. And we really are a part of it the, the entire way. So if a group is considering Milwaukee, um, you know, it's really in the sales realm, but we will all, you know, try to connect with the, with the planner when they're on site for any site visits, just so we can better understand, you know, what their program is, any special, you know, components or elements of their event. We want to be at the ground level, you know, starting the conversation with the planner and the sales team. So we really try to be a part of it all. But then once the sale, once you guys for sure select Milwaukee is when it gets turned over to the events team. And like I said, we're really just your city resource. So we can connect you with community partners in terms of transportation, offsite venues, community social projects you want to do in our destination. We can help connect you with a bunch of our local, you know, nonprofits in the city. Uh, 
you name it, like offsite dining for your boards of directors. You know, we really just try to make the best experience, um, not only for the planner, but for the attendees too, right? So yeah, we want to make sure that Milwaukee shows up and we're here and we're welcoming your attendees because it also looks good, you know, on the, to the planners, you know, when their attendees have a great success in, in a community um, for their event. So Everything from, um, you know, welcome signage to airport activations. So right now, as you know, with the Ryder Cup rolling in this week, we have a permanent kiosk in the baggage claim at the airport. And we do try to activate that for some of the larger or VIP groups coming in. So we did some signage and we actually are um, um, little putting greens out so as people are waiting for their luggage, they can awesome. take, a, take a try at uh, getting a hole in one on their little putting green and then a chance yeah. to win a prize. So um, oh, that's you awesome. name I, it. I love that. And, um, yeah. Going to different cities uh, and, and traveling there and seeing the, the different things that they offer. You guys offer a lot of things that a lot of cities don't offer. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to be biased, but even just yeah. the airport signage, there's a lot yeah. of them that used to do it. And now there's not that that much options in terms of branding when you get into yeah. the airport to be able to do the transportation, everything in one stop shop. And if you're working, we'll especially with the convention center, it's it's important to get, get those all communicated <laughs> together. And I always suggest to planners to always include the CVBs into their the site visits on the pre yes. of the planning process with the hotel yes. that they're doing. Because that's how I think that you're going to get the ultimate experience when you have someone that's representing right. the city and representing the hotel and you get them together to give you the experience that not just your experience, but what your attendees, your VIPs are going to also experience. Uh, but no, I, thank I, you. I agree with you with getting you guys involved on the front end for sure. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for saying that. You know, I... I love planners that are fully, that really just, you know, I have like weekly calls with, like it's, it is so much fun. You know, you feel like you're just a part of, you know, their family and absolutely. I, I love what, and to your point too, for site visits, anyone tuning in that might not be familiar with what a site visit is. So what we can do here at Visit Milwaukee is, um, you know, we can set up the visits at all of your selected hotels, at the convention center. We have an amazing PR communications team on site that we've done custom city tours for, for like the planning committee, just so they can better speak to our destination and help promote it amongst their attendees because I'm excited to come to, to Milwaukee. And, you know, with that, for some of the larger conventions as well, we'll often go and pre-promote the year before it's going to be in our destination. So right. for example, I was just in Phoenix um, for the American Legion, which will be bringing its annual convention here to Milwaukee next August. So about bringing in about 9,000 attendees. So a pretty big show for our city. We call it a citywide. It was just great. You know, we had a booth with um, just some handouts and things for individuals to start thinking about their trip to Milwaukee because we do want to get in front of them of these attendees in advance just so they can consider adding on a couple days in advance or after the show just to really experience you know our destination and stay a few extra days and I have a quick question for you yeah. in regards to that area so one of the areas that I do work with as an events planner is entertainment yeah. I, there's artists that I actually bring that needs the transportation that needs, you know, somebody to guide them and welcome them while I'm running around doing everything else. Are those kind of services something that you guys usually provide at any time? And I ask because sometimes 
you're like me, I, I like to make sure everything goes well. <laughs> and I have to learn a little more to delegate. But when it comes to big artists and people like this, I just have to make sure everything is really, really where I need it to be, because that would make a big difference. You know, if they're not happy, then we're not going to be happy either. Right. So yeah. um, what kind of do you do something separate or specific for different groups and artists? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, prior to COVID, actually had some part-time on-call staff that we called them our convention customer service representatives that would kind of help with, you know, registration, you know, room counts, bus loading, things like that. Obviously with COVID, we did take a step back and kind of reevaluated that particular program. So right now we currently don't have any part-time paid staffing within our organization, but we have formed some really great partnerships with some um, um, local staffing agencies and partners here in Milwaukee that we built great relationships with and feel confident, you know, uh, recommending them to our meeting and event planners for things like that. What I would say is one thing too that, you know, we within within our within um, the event experience team that we take great pride in is our amazing volunteer program. So I know a lot of CBBs don't have free volunteer services, and it's one thing that we get complimented by our advisory council every year on is our volunteer program. So it's 100% complimentary for the meeting and event planners, and all of our volunteers are just fantastic, and they can help out with things like that. Because, you know, with you as the planner, you can't be everywhere at once, but you want to feel confident and you know you want to make sure that you know all aspects of your program is going off without a hitch so those are definitely services that we have shifted now to our volunteers since we don't um currently have paid staffing on board but we do like i said work with and recommend some staffing agencies here in milwaukee but absolutely bus loading things like that are for a great example we just had a convention in town that wanted to do facilitate their own uh, brewery tour. So she set up the client, had set up a couple of different stops at some of our local breweries, but really wanted somebody on the bus to help. She had her own staff on the bus that could help get people on and off, making sure people kept to, you know, the certain time constraints that they were put in, in terms of like the tour start and end times. But what she asked was for someone to be on the bus to help give city information, like facts and, you know, trivia knowledge as they were going from place to place so we worked out one of our volunteers um she's amazing her name is sandra she's so knowledgeable about the the um the community and you know i would have loved to have been on the bus myself but you know just our schedules are busy but you know we were able to get our volunteer on the bus to give a kind of like a guided narrated tour for the attendees going from um, spot to spot. So those are absolutely things we can do and do it well. One of the things that I learned, and I just learned, I had an interview, I am uh, MC for a radio show also, and I interviewed a young lady from uh, Historic Milwaukee. It's open door. So mm-hmm. what they do is they have make all these arrangements. And I don't know if you work with them, but every single, there's so many different historic architecture, all kinds of things happening that I just learned about recently. It's like the right across, almost across the street from where I live, there are three historic homes made by um, 
what's it Schlitz I think it's what oh Schmidt I think is and I gotta find a little bit more because I every time I go past it I always love the way the houses look and I said wow that's really impressive but I didn't know that those are actually tour houses that yeah. were made. Yeah. So I'm I'm learning myself a little bit about that, mm-hmm. the history of Milwaukee, but those are the kind of things that I think it's great to have available for groups coming into town to just take a look at and see. Uh- Absolutely. I think Doors Open um, is a fantastic program. And, you know, we have a number of amazing local tour companies here in Milwaukee, you know, Historic Milwaukee, you know, for one, they do such a great job. So, you know, we really, we do promote those types of partners if if a planner is looking for it. Um, It just depends, you know, if they're on a certain budget. In this last case, it was like they were very limited, you know, on what they could spend for the tour. So that's where, you know, we're like, absolutely whatever we can do to to support you and your event and have an amazing experience for your attendees will do it so we were able to work it out with our volunteers but 100% would absolutely recommend the the great handful of local um, tour companies here in Milwaukee that do an amazing job with city tours and and history and everything like that I know a lot of a lot of attendees and planners one of like their number one compliments of our city is the architecture they're like I had no idea. Like I thought Milwaukee would just be, you know, like all new buildings, but they didn't really, like once they get here, you know, they see like how beautiful, you know, our architecture is, our historic buildings that we've done an amazing job just repurposing and keeping alive, you know, all these years. And obviously our lakefront too, that's another feature that people don't realize how big Lake Michigan actually is until they get here. (laughs) With COVID and with that impact, has that changed the experience on groups coming in in terms of the helpers and temp services and the the things that you provide? No, you know, I think, you know, all of our services are, you know, all the same, you know, I think ways in which, you know, during COVID, our role in terms of, you know, supporting events like taking place, you know, really kind of, you know, pivoted to to say the word I'll I'll say it pivoted (laughs) you know we were kind of out of our element in a little bit in terms of the event side because you know we're so used to welcoming and assisting groups you know coming in knowing that they're going to have an amazing event in Milwaukee you know and when the pandemic hit visit Milwaukee our, our priority was really ensuring that any groups that could move forward were getting all of the support they needed to ensure a safe and successful event you know, mm-hmm. but we also wanted to make sure that we were here as a community partner for all of our hotels, restaurants, attractions, knowing that, you know, one day the pandemic will, you know, hopefully be behind us, but we want to make sure that we have still a great meeting and events package that we can be offering groups as, you know, they come forward. So really, we kind of took a step back and we really were just partnering with the sales team, you know, during pandemic and working to keep as many businesses as we could in Milwaukee and helping to shuffle groups around, you know, for future years to get them booked. Right. So we, we worked, you know, very closely with our, our marketing communications team was, you know, took a lot on during the pandemic in terms of helping to communicate all of what 
all of what you know we as a destination can help host safe and successful events so we you know we built out a couple of you know different toolkits we put together a safety video where we interviewed a number of our hotel partners our wisconsin center district is one of our um, great strategic partners within our organization to interview and you know kind of do you know, what are you guys doing to keep your, your patrons safe and, you know, really capturing that in a video and putting together a safety toolkit. So we do have some of those great resources available for our, um, for our planners, but, you know, things are on the uptick, you know, businesses, you know, groups are starting to come back. They're starting to meet. Oh, yeah. How some big the groups already and what's our big largest size that we can house in terms of citywide and yeah, you know, I, I I don't ever want to say that like we're limited because we will make it happen. Like, you know, we were slated to host the biggest, you know, political convention last year. The DNC was supposed to bring in 50,000 people to our city. Oh, and, yeah. you know, like we were ready. Right. We, we were ready. ready. We were yeah. we were here, you know, arms open to just yeah. welcome everyone to come in. So, you know. I don't want to say that we're limited, but, you know, I think the DNC was a great opportunity for us to really be in a position where we could actually work with other cities. The DNC was obviously primarily going to be housed in downtown Milwaukee, but it's, you know, partnering with the suburbs northwest, south of here, you know, even into across the border into Illinois. So really gave us, you know, an opportunity just to partner with other destinations just to make you know, this event happen and have it happen successfully. And unfortunately COVID happened, but you know, what I will say though is with our, with our convention center expansion, um, I'm not sure if, if you guys are familiar or those listening in, um, we have a $420 million expansion um, taking place right now. They broke ground this summer. So it hopefully early 2024 is when the new ex- expansion is slated to be complete, but it is going to have, um, the expansion will get us to 300,000 square feet of contiguous exhibit hall space. So in terms of, you know, the, the size of groups, you know, now 2024, we can, at that point with the convention center expansion, host two large groups at one time. Whereas today, you know, you have your large convention, you're pretty much it. You're taking the downtown, you're taking yeah. all of the hotel inventory, right. um, you know, for your events. Um, but now with, with the expansion, we're able to host, you know, multiple events simultaneously. And i tell you what, when you guys were preparing for the DNC, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to schedule an event and there were no hotels mm-hmm. anywhere. I mean, yeah. I literally went out to almost an well, hour drive and wow. I was like, oh. <laughs> the sense I was proud of us though, because we filled it, right? Yes. We, that means that we yes. filled all the blocks. That's our so job. We, we That's our job. The city yeah. up that we, I was like, good job. We, we, we did it. Even part of water me, I was like, I'm not going to get anywhere with my, one of my events is about a thousand people just for a gala alone. And I'm running out of space, out of space. So it's good to know that there's an expansion. And I want to go back real quick because I have personally a question about the volunteer opportunities sure. that you have. You know, some of my events, um, I am part of the committee for Mexican Fiesta, which just recently took place. Yeah. That's a three-day event. And I am the one that handles the recruitment for the volunteers in the food and beverage area. And gate six, which is where all the vendors come in. And boy, do I struggle to okay. get 
in tears. So although I get enough, there is always a struggle and I have to deal with the no shows. I, me as a planner here, am I allowed to call and say, would you share with your volunteers to see if anyone is interested on attending or basically just being part of this event as a volunteer? Is that something that is available Absolutely. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think any way that we can support our community, you know, we're going to be there, you know, and the great thing about, you know, our volunteers is that a lot of them are already, you know, involved in a number of, you know, volunteer organizations and, you know, events that take place. So you're probably already, you know, capturing the audience of our, of our volunteers. But, you know, um, Tony Snell, he um, is our volunteer and staffing coordinator. And actually, I, I should correct myself. We, we just promoted him to full time. So he is now our visitor experience manager, but he oversees our volunteer program. And yeah, just shoot Tony and myself a, a note and we're happy just to, you know, support the community in whichever way we can. And if it's, you know, we can ever, you know, say, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll promise you, you know, all these volunteers for your event, you know, we can never, we can never promise because, you know, they're volunteers and they, like I mentioned, they're oftentimes volunteering for other organizations, but we absolutely, we can, we can do that. No problem. I was, um, I was affected personally from the COVID, um, mm -hmm. ended up with a double lung transplant. So it's been a challenge. Oh my goodness. However, one of the events that I have coming, and I do a lot, I work for a nonprofit organization. It's called uh, United Migrant Opportunity Services. Okay. It's called UMOS. So in December, I have the breakfast with Santa. And while I usually host it and do it at one of the gyms at the schools, this time around, due to the COVID, we're going to do a site, like a drive-through type and have my big canopy, have Santa in there. In the past year, 2019, which was the last one that I did, we brought in about 3,000 kids and I was able to provide them with a meal, a breakfast, a toy and a photo with Santa. Plus I had all kinds of resources tables. So my events always look, I'm always looking for people to participate, talk about your business, what's out there. Um, the same thing with the show that I am part of that I am see. Anything that you would like to share, I open up the doors for you to say, hey, can we have some time on your radio show? Um, anyone, I open, I always tell people, you know, my, the time that I have every Saturday from 11 to 1 on the show is basically to tell people and to inform and communicate what's going on in the community, not just in the Hispanic community, but everyone. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that's something that I'm going to put out there for you if you yeah. need it. Um, I also can always Carmen. connect you. Mm -hmm. Also, Carmen, in terms Absolutely. of like um, space and location, because uh, I know that uh, the gym, you guys are kind of busting at the seams on there and their convention yeah. center. Yeah. I, I would have to say you guys have the best 3D virtual tour. On, I brag about it when I go, and I think maybe the Fister uses the same thing. Their virtual tours that are fantastic. Mm -hmm. You yeah, almost don't need really the site visit because it tells you a whole lot and walks you really through it. And yeah. the space, there's a lot of space and maybe that you can maybe. That would be an option. And I looked into it. Um, the one thing is that these are mostly underprivileged families that may not have a ride, may not have a vehicle mm -hmm. or a way to get downtown. So we try to keep mm -hmm. it centralized only because they know that they know where South Division is. They know that where UMOS is because we have a bus line that stops right there. 
and that's just to help. But whether there is an opportunity to look and see, because I'm really growing. In fact, I just received a phone call today from John Greenberg, Mario. So, you know, he's the president from the Milwaukee Admirals and our partners. They're going to be doing the teddy bear toss again this year. And they have chosen Numos to donate the teddy bear. And if you haven't been familiar with that, what they do is that they would, right before the breakfast with Sienna, they put out uh, announcements that if you bring a brand new stuffed animal to the game, you get a discounted ticket. Oh, and then when they, make, when they make the first puck, all you hear on the speakers is teddy bear toss and you see teddy bear flying into the eyes where I have volunteers and the players picking up. So in 2019, we picked up about uh, 1,800 stuffed animals. Oh, that that's were amazing. Really, yeah, for, the, for this breakfast with Sienna. So oh. I believe in never leaving a child without a gift and mm-hmm. whatever it takes. So it's something to have out there. It's December 11th this year. Okay. And we'll give you, I'm going to send you out some information so that you can Put it out and for yourself, even families. Yeah. And and for, for everyone listening and for you too, um, know that so Milwaukee 365, it's yes. our online events calendar. So you can go ahead and plug in your event and that feeds onto our website. And then oftentimes when our com- our comms team are doing um, any type of interviews with um, our local um um, stations, they, they pull from that events calendar to talk about what's upcoming and things to keep in mind. So if you haven't already, please, please add it on there to Milwaukee 365 or email me and then Andrew on my team kind of helps update that calendar with any new events. So we're more than happy to get that up, updated for that. That's, uploaded. that's perfect. That's perfect. Because yeah. a lot of people, most of the time people come to me for, you know, ask me, what do you know? Do you know where to go for this? And like everybody comes to me, you know, and as much as I want to say, I know it all, I really don't, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I always have connections and I love the networking. I love attending other events only because when you network, that's when you grow and you continue to, you know, do the right things for the, Mm -hmm. for that community with that experience that I have with the COVID has been a little slow, but let me tell you, 2022 is going to come at four full force is what I'm hoping so. Yeah, we, we we are already, you know, working on some big events, you know, taking place next year. So I have no doubt next year it's going to be going to be great, though. You know, it's it's one of those things where I hope we never have to go through, you know, what we went through this past year and in 2020 with with COVID. And, you know, we're, we're still dealing with it. Right. And, you know, I think we just all need to just be you know, meet confidently and meet safely. And, you know, our team is here to help assist events moving forward, just so we can keep, we can keep the events that were, that were intended to happen, keep them going. Perfect. Oh, that's great. And if there's any planners or uh, anyone that's looking to send in an RFP, you can go right to visit Milwaukee's website, yeah. submit them there, and then they kind of disperse it out. Is that? Yeah, that? absolutely. Um, Leslie Johnson is our VP of sales. And so her and her team are the keepers of all of the RFPs that come in. So I would recommend if you are looking to host your event or program in Milwaukee, reaching out directly to Leslie. Uh, it's Johnson at milwaukee.org and um, she will disseminate amongst her team and then we can get those RFPs out for you. Oh, that's awesome. And I had a question because I know that there's some cities that do it, some don't. 
do you guys honor still the badge show your badge at this event and on more conference and honor different uh in, at different food venues throughout the city and the surrounding areas near the convention center i know there's some groups or cities that still do that do we do that yeah so we actually deviated away from actual coupon booklets and we all are we're doing it all um digitally now so we use bandwango um as part of the the platform that we do our milwaukee deals is what we call it so if you go on our website and look up milwaukee deals that'll pull up the electronic version of all of our participating you know restaurants retail attractions really anyone who wants to submit a deal for visitors and locals alike to enjoy. Um, we don't exclude it from, you know, one or the other. Anyone who has access to the Milwaukee deals is, is welcome to use it. That's good to know. Yes, yeah. And it, it's always been, you know, uh, a favorite, I think, amongst groups to making sure, like, attendees when they go out, you know, even if it's a free appetizer or a free drink, you know, just yeah. something just to, you know, entice them just to get out and, and check out a new restaurant that maybe they might not have already Fine. I'll go ahead, Mario. No, but, no I mean, just because they're in a convention center pretty much that week. So it, it sometimes encourages them to step out. Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> I got a call from one of the TV channels because they want to, again, do something for Hispanic Heritage Month. And they're coming to me in regards to different um, Hispanic um, restaurants, meaning from different countries, different, you know. And I just went to an, a small little um, restaurant from El Salvador that I've never been on. I've never gone there. I didn't even I didn't know, know about there. this visit. I didn't know okay. about this food visit at all. This is well, not, this is not this, talked about. This is the thing about it is that it's right down the street from where I work. Oh, That's even yeah. more ironic. So um, we're going through and, and I'm giving out you know, all kinds of information on different restaurants, but I'm enjoying it 100% because I went in there today to get all the details and I walked out with a real nice pupusa. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but man, what is that? So they're made, they're like a corn tortilla. Okay. And inside there are different types of meat. You can put cheese and beans, or you can put steak or whatever you want. And then they have a really nice cabbage salad it's almost a little soury but it's good and they poured that on top of it with some sauce it almost looks like a little taco but it's not and it was so good it oh was so it good. sounds delicious yeah i said okay i just learned <laughs> yeah, thanks for know, making me so. hungry carmen thanks oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Awesome. <laughs> i'm cooking after the I show i just wanted to share <laughs> that because we don't we don't know we're so used to just surrounding ourselves and in certain restaurants, we don't look at those small family-owned restaurants because they're so little, you know. And I was focusing on trying to give that that group an opportunity to be visible and for people to learn about them. So I I was pleasantly surprised with it, and I definitely will be attending and going. Awesome. Good. Are there, are there yeah. any go-to's, Brittany's, that you go that you suggest? Oh. Like, if someone from other cities, not to put you on the spot, there's yeah, a lot of places, no, but I, I do, I do judge every time there's a cheese curd on a station, food station, and they're like, "Oh, cheese curds." I'm like, "Let me see what you have. Let me <laughs> cheese, curd, <laughs> cheese curds in California. Let me see what you got. Let me." Yeah. Right? Like, judge yeah. these. Nobody does cheese curds like Wisconsin. Like, that's right. so that's right. there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's like the number of clients, you know, that I bring in and, you know, we talk about, 
you know, Wisconsin and, you know, our love for cheer, uh, beer and cheese. And there are just like surprisingly a lot of people that have never had a cheese curd and don't know what one is. And right. I'm like, well, before you leave, we are getting you a cheese curd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, like in terms of go-tos, like the thing of Milwaukee is, I don't know, Milwaukee is just an amazing city, but even better in terms of, you know, the culinary experience that you can enjoy here. You know, it's so diverse and any kind of ethnic meal you want, you can get, you know, we have 170 restaurants in the downtown area, many of which are locally owned and sourced. And, you know, that's one of like the things that I talk a lot about with planners is just the culinary experiences that you can get steps outside of the Wisconsin center or steps outside of the hotel. And even within hotels, within hotels, like dining is so great. You know, you see a lot of these amazing restaurants located in our hotels downtown. So it's no matter where you are, you're bound to just have a great experience, but I just, I'll just have a ton of favorites, but I would say Low Rev is probably one of my, one of my go-tos in Wauwatosa, in the village of Wauwatosa. Which one is it? Low Rev, Mm -hmm. in Tosa. It's French bistro and hands down the best French onion soup I think I've had anywhere. So, yes, it's good. But again, I don't want to, I don't want to play favorites, but I, I have a lot of favorites, but that is Generally, my go-to, I would say. That's right, and it sounds good, Mario. We got him next yeah. next time. We gotta <laughs> absolutely. I mean, there's so many places. Uh, I agree with in Milwaukee, foodie wise. Like if you're a foodie, there's mm-hmm. just so many different options. Yeah, and I, you I, know, I, not to put you on the spot. I just had I no. Just, you're good. No, you're so yeah. I know you're so good, but I think you know for me and you know my husband, we I'll admit like we gravitate towards our usual spots, you know, and it's one thing where we are just actively trying to go places that we've never been before, you know, right. and I think it's, you know, part of me doing my due diligence of like, hey, if you're going to sell Milwaukee, like, get out there, yeah. you know, try all the food, like try all the places. So, you know, that's just, you know, always a personal goal of mine is to, be out there as much as I can be and experiencing new new places, you know, attractions, restaurants, events, or uh, event facilities, you name it, you know, really getting out there. And, you know, w- within our roles, you know, we do get some really great opportunities to go check out, you know, our partner businesses that will invite us to come check out their, their, their establishment. So that's always great to just get the firsthand experience. That's right. Uh, I, I, Mario, I'm sorry. I want to ask you one. And I'm not probably going to put her on the spot again like you did. But <laughs> I've had people sorry. come from out of town and they go downtown. They see all these beautiful churches and all mm-hmm. these beautiful. And they ask me, how many churches do you guys have? I'm like, um, I mean, I don't really know a specific number, but it's there's a lot of them. <laughs> I'm literally going on our website right now. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But what I will say is there's a ton. There are a lot. And we, I don't know if you've heard of, of Milwaukee being nicknamed the city of steeples. I don't know if I can find you that answer. I will look into it and I will see if I can find how many churches are in Milwaukee. I know if our comms team was right, was here right now, they'd be able to tell me. Right. It was so randomly asked that it took me off guard completely. And yes, I mean, 
I love looking at the churches all around. There's so many. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's two in every block. That's yeah. what it feels like, you know, but um, the architecture and looking at mm-hmm. them, they're beautiful also. Yeah. So we'll go from that. But I, I did say a while back, <laughs> that I will get back to them with that answer. <laughs> All right. I will I promise you after this call, I will I'm gonna text my our comms director to see if she can look into it for me and I will get you an answer. Awesome. That would be great. Thank you. What, what's your favorite place in Milwaukee? Like if you were to choose a place to be at at your happy place in Milwaukee. Honestly, downtown. Like I I love our downtown. Um, my husband and I, we live in Bayview. Um, we lived out in Tosa for a little bit, um, but we're in Bayview, which also I love Bayview. Bayview is, Bayview is fantastic. You know, it's, it's just a short commute from downtown, but it's funny because, you know, I work downtown and, you know, with coworkers and friends, like do happy hours, do dinners downtown. And, you know, you go home and my husband, he works out in Menominee Falls and doesn't get downtown every day like I do. And it's so funny, like on the weekends, I'm like, well, what do you want to do this weekend? He's like, let's go downtown. I'm like, okay, let's go downtown. And he just jokes because he's like, Brittany, you don't get it. Like you're here, you go downtown every day of the week. And and he's right. Like every time I'm downtown, it's just, it's so lively. I love it. The third ward is great. You know, Brady Street, North Ave, Old World Third Street, like the the Deer District. Can we talk about how amazing the Deer District is? And, you know, all of the great developments that they're doing and you know just just this last week they had the groundbreaking for the trade the boutique uh marriott autograph hotel that the bucks are opening um so that's coming downtown so yeah (laughs) i love it did either of you get to any playoff games this year no not to any of the playoff ones but we we watched it with family outside okay and open but I was, I, I remember being in the hospital for the majority of it. And let me tell you, I, I was cheering every moment of it. I but, just, yay. I know. Yeah, it was, it's great it's, opportunity. It's just so crazy to think like it just ended like the season and now we're going, we're starting, you know, the next season already in just a couple of weeks. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Between them and the brewers, they're, they're all doing great things. So, so the, no, the brewers, awesome. I have a really good connection with them. They just recently did the service settles day and they focus on bringing in, you know, some um, Spanish music and all that kind of stuff. Real nice. I got to do that first pitch. And for the first time in about eight years that I've been working with them and the funny thing about it was that I'm standing and this is just a part. I, I know Mario, I got to brag about it though. Um, <laughs> I Love was, brag. It's okay. <laughs> sitting on the bottom like this, waiting to, you know, for my turn to throw the ball. And I look to the side and look up and there's Donald driver right oh, next yeah. to me. Okay, so of course he signed my little flag and he took pictures with me and I just have to say I just love all my players Green Bay whether you know it doesn't matter which one it is. Mm -hmm. I just I love them all so it's been great I have a meeting with the Bucks I happened to meet the son of the owner at uh, the Puerto Rican festival that took place. Mm. Yeah. We are looking into meeting about some maybe partnership and different things that we're working on. So I'm really excited about that because I truly believe our team, all of them are great. Yeah, absolutely. They've got to make it. I have to brag about them. Yeah, no, that's an amazing experience. But yeah, just to your point, you know, Wisconsin sports, we're we're doing good things and it's it's great. It's it's good to be 
you feel proud to be a Wisconsinite, you know? Yeah. That's right. Well, thank you, Brittany. We appreciate you taking yeah. the time to sit with us and speak with me and Carmen. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Yes, and I will be I will be reaching out to get an answer for the <laughs> I will do my hardest to research on that one. Absolutely. No, I thank you both so much for having me. This was great. And you know, if anything that I could do or Visit Milwaukee could do to support you in the industry, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, for those listening in, my email is bkorth, B-K-O-R-T-H at milwaukee.org. Any questions or any assistance I can provide you um, with your next meeting event or program, we're here to support you and yeah. And make it happen. Yeah. And make so it happen. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and they can go to their website to submit their RFPs and if they want yeah. to directly go and contact Visit Milwaukee, the local number is 414-273-3950. And there's a toll-free number that's 800-554-1448. VisitMilwaukee.org is um, our, our, our website. So awesome. yeah, nice to meet you, Carmen, and good seeing you again. And yeah, again, let me know how are we going to support you. And um, make sure, Carmen, you go on Milwaukee 365. Um, yes. to add your events on there. Yeah, and as a partner visit Milwaukee, you do have access to um, our convention calendar, which reflects three years out. So nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so well, much. You, and, um, I look forward to working with you in the near future. Likewise. Thank you. And you have a great evening. You too. Thank you again. And hopefully the pack will do some good things tonight. Of your Packer fans, yes. I, yes, yes. <laughs> go definitely. Pack go. Go Pack Go. All right, well, you enjoy your evening and we'll be in touch, okay? All right, Perfect. sounds good. Thank you. All right, bye guys. Bye. Until next time, thank you for listening to the General Session Podcast. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.